like such a long time from what we created every day another one fades away remember when we sat still i would have waited until the morning for you to say for you to say something you're listening to a special podcast produced by UMFM 101.5 in partnership with the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Running Thursday, July 11th through Sunday, July 14th at picturesque Birds Hill Park, Winnipeg Folk Festival is a celebration of people and music that has been one of North America's premier outdoor music festivals for over 40 years. I'm Michael Els, host of Thank God It's Free Range, and this episode spotlights Begonia. Winnipeg's own Alexa Dirks performs pop music under the name Begonia. Her debut EP, Lady in Mind, came out in 2017 and earned her instant attention, including NPR's 10 Artists You Need to Know list. She has a forthcoming record coming out later this year and will be performing on Sunday, July 14th at 4.45 p.m. at Green Ash. For the full lineup, a complete list of set times to purchase tickets, and for more information on the Winnipeg Folk Festival, visit winnipegfolkfestival.ca.
All right. Well, Alexa Dirks goes by the name Begonia, and under that name, she will be appearing at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. She's on the road right now in Montreal and joins us by phone. How, how are you doing, Alexa? <laughs> Hi, I'm doing well. So uh, what, what led you to Montreal right now? Uh, I played the Jazz Fest last night. How was that? It was super fun. It was so fun. Montreal's one of the, I think, one of the biggest jazz fests in North America, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and it was its 40th anniversary, I'm pretty sure. So there were lots of people out, and the energy was really great. Now, it's kind of funny. You're playing a jazz festival in Montreal. You're coming back. You're playing a folk festival in Winnipeg. Do you, like, conceive of your music as fitting in any particular genre or, like, (laughs) <laughs> Do you know, like, I mean, obviously the, the expanse of something like a jazz fest having, you know, Bobby McFerrin and Common on the same bill here in Winnipeg and right. you know, folk fest has kind of grown to be a pretty broad swath of things. But like, what do you conceive of as your genre or your style of music? Um, I mean, if, if people ask, I would say it's like uh, indie pop, contemporary pop music uh, with like an R&B kind of soul underpinning. Yeah. So that's not really jazz or folk, but sure. I guess there are elements of uh, those genres is what I do. I yeah, like the R&B thing definitely lends itself to like the jazz side of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you said if people ask, do people ask or do people just yes, like kind of listen? Ask. Yeah, no, for sure. People ask. Yeah, everyone wants to know. People want to know, like they want the, the elevator pitch. Like, what do you do? What's your hook? Mm. Who are you? What, how, like, what's your genre? If they don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of have to like, which I'm so bad at describing things sometimes that so I have to be like, okay, uh, how do I decide? Okay, it's indie pop. Sure, that's what it is. Yep, sure, that's what it is. We'll roll with that. Now, you said you know, if people say, "Who are you?" You 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 perform under the name Begonia, and I'm curious always about kind of the decision to choose like a, a nom de plume or like some sort of moniker rather than than your own name, and what kind of led to that decision. No, when I started this project, I, I when I started this project, honestly, I wasn't sure if it was going to be just me or if I was, like, starting a band or... Yeah, so I didn't know, like, if I would be doing this alone, like I am, kind of. So I wanted kind of, like, a name that would encompass the project rather than it just being me. But then it ended up, kind of, as it developed, it was me. Like, I, I collaborate with a lot of different people and, like, hire a band so I'm never like completely alone but I mean in terms of like the writing and and who's in the photos it's it's just me so then Begonia kind of became my my quote-unquote name but uh yeah so you're kind of, you're the sun and a bunch of different planets kind of kind of came in and around your orbit at times and yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so the the first EP came out in, in 2017 Lady in Mind and like when you did that like was that because I know some people kind of plot out like I'm going to do a couple singles that lead to an EP or like you know build towards a full length these kind of things right. like is, is there any like conscious decision on your parts as to kind of like plotting those things out or was it kind of I have these um, songs I want to get them out what for a lady in mind it was definitely like that it was like I want to start this um I was working with Matt Schellenberg and Matt Peters both from Royal Canoe and I had been working with Matt Schellenberg for years on just different songs like in the background and I was like okay I want to start this I'm going to accumulate like whatever I feel like is strong enough I'm going to just put it out there and it wasn't a super calculated decision 
And and now, like, I, I think about things a little bit differently but when I release stuff, but still, it's kind of like a lot of, I'm, I'm very emotional, I'm very emotion-based, so I just work with what feels good, really, at the end of the day. So in terms of being emotion-based, is that where you write from? Like, is it the kernel oh, yeah. of the song is an, is an emotion? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So... Like I, I would say, like distilling that emotion or, or kind of honing that emotion. How do you then cr- create a song around that feeling? Um, I guess you just try not to think too hard <laughs> in certain moments. Like when, when there's such like a mystical, magical kind of moment when a song gets started <laughs> in those like beginning stages when you don't know what something's going to be, and then it just kind of starts. And, and it turns into a song. Like I, I try to just be as as open as possible. I guess. Do you write with like the thought, like I want this song to be about this emotion, or like this emotion uh, is is propelling me to write this song? Sometimes, it, like it, it can go both ways. It really depends on how I'm feeling in the moment. Like sometimes to different like writing sessions, like if we have them planned, like I'll bring like a few journals that I've like written over the years and see if I can like mine those journals for like details or feelings and tap into stuff and then and and go with go with that or other times like there'll just be like a vibe or a groove and then I'll just kind of <laughs> riff off that right yeah. now, now your forthcoming full length is called fear uh-huh obviously an emotion uh <laughs> yeah, absolutely why that title and like is it something that kind of grounds the record or, or like frames it uh, yeah 100 percent. yeah definitely. and like the there's a song called fear so the title track is called fear and that song feels like kind of like the i guess thesis statement of the record in a way and that was one of those times where i was like feeling really frustrated about my place in music and like what like i was just like what am i trying to say and i, I was doubting myself and then I just kind of launched into what this song was which I'm going to put out in the fall I'm sorry it sounds kind of so vague trying to explain it but uh yeah no it's definitely like a grounding emotion and I'm the fear of just like putting myself out there and then I found when I wrote that song and I was just screaming into a microphone of all my anxiety and everything and all my self-doubt and then it kind of felt like okay that's like always what I'm trying to do is like combat that fear of, of stepping out there. And in order to like be brave, I feel like I've had to feel that kind of fear. So that's like something that is a through line, I guess, with a lot of things that I write is just my, my anxiousness and, and fighting against that in order to uh, do what I feel like I'm like meant to do. So this is, this is you feeling, Facing and overcoming that fear through this music and confronting that feeling? Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. Thank you. You said it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the benefit of kind of being on the outside and not, yeah, not experiencing like, ramble, it, right? Ramble. You got it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not myself feeling those feelings, and it's always easier for someone else to kind of like describe <laughs> them, right? Um, so, you, obviously, the, like you've released a few tracks kind of slowly building towards this, this full length, and you said you know, there's some sort of like more concerted effort or, or like thought process behind it. Like, how do you go about identifying like which song and in what order are you kind of like 
rolling things out or building towards a full length? Is, is What kind of strategy uh, is that? I mean, it takes a minute to think about it. <laughs> but, you know, some of this is like because like I'm pretty independent and, and doing this on my own, essentially. Like, we just kind of go with what feels right. Like, my management team and I just like sit down and think about what we want to release when and like when I like the light for example I put out like almost a year ago no it, it last September mm-hmm. and at that time I wasn't sure when the album was coming out I thought maybe the album was going to come out in spring I thought it was going to be out already like now so when I put that single out I'm like yeah we're leading towards the album and then time went on and it felt like it, it didn't make as much sense to put it out in the spring so then like okay let's put out a couple more singles and you know with the way that's like the the consumption of music kind of works these days, like with streaming and all that kind of stuff. I feel like people are consuming music in a more single based way. And, and I was like, okay, I can, I can go with that. I, I created this album, like with an album in mind, like with a front to back kind of like listen through uh, vibe. But I feel like i I know people just listen to individual singles, so I wanted to just go with the modern world a little bit, release the singles as they are, and we kind of made it up as we went. That's basically what I'm saying. In conclusion, we made it up as we went. So then you you feel like that Fear works as like a full-length album, but you can just like pull individual pieces out of it and, and those will stand alone? Like, is there, like, how do you gauge that or how do you, like, do you... Pl- plan like oh this song can stand on its own as kind of like yeah i mean like when we were making it like there's certain songs that felt like they were more like standalone kind of singles and you think about it and you don't necessarily know like a song like living at the ceiling i that i released uh last month or a couple months ago or i don't even remember but i didn't necessarily think like oh this one's a big hit but i was like oh i really like this one i want to put this one out individually and so we we did and then Something like hanging on a line that felt a bit more <clears throat> like undeniably uh, catchy, I guess, in that way. Then we put that out as a single. But I mean, like truly, there's there's no like monopoly man in the sky who's like do it this way for us. Like we're, I, I kind of just do what I want. So right. That's how <laughs> that's how it was decided. Is that uh, so? In terms of doing what you want and sort of like following your your own kind of uh, North Star then, um, is that like a an empowering thing or is it a scary thing or like kind of a combination oh, of the two? Yeah, a- Absolutely both, yeah. Some days I'm like, wow, I am such a boss. Like, I am woman, hear me roar. And other days I'm like, okay. Because I, I really like rules <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> like, I like knowing like what is the right thing to do. So in this business, <laughs> Like these days, especially, there's just so many different ways to do one thing. And it, it, on one hand, it's amazing. Like there's so many different ways to get your music out there. There's so many different ways to like connect with people. And I love that, like being creative and trying to figure that out. And then on another hand, I like drive myself nuts just like sitting and thinking like, okay, I could be doing this right now. I should be doing that. Am I doing this properly? Am I like... Am I posting at the right time of day, like for the algorithm, like what, like all that bullshit? Like it, I get caught up. Mm. 
so uh, you said you mentioned hanging on a line, which you uh, released the video of, mm-hmm. and fe- features you uh, walking. I guess is that uh, the Disraeli bridge you're walking? Yeah, this is Disraeli bridge. Yeah. Okay, I, I thought uh, the screen in the background, the like uh, advertising screen. I, f- I figured I recognized that one. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to like kind of putting uh, images to your songs, how much kind of like is it? you telling a director what to do or freeing it giving a director kind of free reign to kind of come up with what they want visually that works with um, your it's song pretty collaborative generally speaking i mean that's something so i have been in bands like since i was like 18 basically like collaborating constantly and now kind of doing this project on my own it's like i come up with the ideas i am thinking of things on my own but then what i love to do is like find like-minded freaky artists people to work on visuals with and work on music with so that I don't feel so alone all the time and there are so many amazing artists in Winnipeg and creatives to work with and I feel like I'm just like tapping into different people on all these different videos that I've been putting out and this latest one like for example Ryan Steele the director we kind of just like met at Cousins talked about like I had a very specific vision and then he had a vision and then we kind of just like melded them together and and made it happen what 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 was that vision like it was it specifically like these images or was there kind of like a a vision in terms of just like what Um, the story was it was kind of like okay sparklers okay this is like how my look is gonna be okay like uh it wasn't necessarily like front to back, like, and and the video didn't feel to me like it needed like a complete narrative, right? In terms of like uh, a cinematic like story in that way, like it just felt like a fun kind of like lighter song, which I don't always do. So I wanted something like a bit lighter and really with an album called Fear, you don't always do. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So I I wanted something that was like fun and. And he is a total freak in the best way possible. So he was like, okay, we're going to do it on VHS. We're going to like filter this part. We're going to do that. And we filmed it all in one night, like only a couple weeks ago. Like the turnaround time was pretty quick for that video. It was really fun that way. Actually, there was a lot of unknowns and it was supposed to like thunderstorm the night that we filmed. And most of the visuals were uh, outside. So called each other in the morning and we're like oh my gosh are we canceling this right now like what are we going to do and everyone was ready to work that day and then it ended up being fine and also like when we were strolling down the Disraeli bridge like trying to get the shot super quickly there was like lightning and it felt just like so like eerie and amazing and it felt like we were just like running from the potential storm and then it never ended up raining so all that tension I think provided uh, something augmented the imagery in some way yeah yeah, exactly. The the idea for the VHS, like to, I mean, because it obviously has that kind of like grainy, like yeah, uh, and, and I mean, especially in today's world of like like HD, like we're kind of we've gotten used to just like crystal clarity. To have that kind uh-huh. of like gauzy nature, was that trying to, I don't know, like project some sort of feeling about kind of like the haziness of these things? Uh, I guess it it felt like it suited the song. Uh, yeah, like. Ryan would be the one to definitely talk about uh, kind of like the the meaning behind the VHS, but he brought it up, and at first I was like, oh, I don't know, like I don't want it to be too novelty, but then uh, once we kind of like did some tests and like 
made it happen. It actually felt like it was like the best decision for the video. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, you know, working with like talented people in Winnipeg. Obviously, two of those people that you talked about earlier were the two mats from Royal Canoe. Um, I'm curious, kind of like working relationship with people who, you know, are, are part of the same music scene, are doing kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily like the same thing, but kind of playing at the edges of pop in the same way that you are, just, you know, maybe on a, on a different sonic spectrum. Is that kind of what led you to each other or like what leads to like good collaboration? Yeah, like with, with the Mets and I, like we've known each other for so long. Like we've known each other since we were late teens, I guess, and had been working together on and off, like in different capacities for a long time. So there was like a sense of ease there as well, like a sense of comfort. Like for me, it takes a moment like, in a writing sense to, to let my guard down and be like a hundred percent vulnerable and, and comfortable. And so once I find those people that I feel like are like the people that understand me, then I, I stick, I stick with them. So mm. the Mets are, are, uh, my, my team. Like I, I feel like they're part of it in a way, like they're kind of like the, the writing team, like behind Begonia for sure. Sure enough. Now, uh, for the Folk Fest, do you have like a, a group playing with you, like a, a set band? Yeah, I'll have a, I have. So I have a live band that plays with me almost everywhere I go, and it's generally the same, the same guys. And I'm very lucky to be able to tour around with them because they're awesome. And uh, Jason Pancras on bass, Cody Iwasiak on drums, Jamie Toronto on keys. So those will be the guys that are joining me for Folk Fest. Sure enough. Now, uh, you've got uh, a show at the Green Ash on, on Sunday the 14th, but you're also uh, earlier that day on a workshop at Big Blue Stem with Julia Jacqueline and Snail Mail, which is like just a murderer's threesome. <laughs> that is a, that's, that's a great one called Three's Company at Big Blue Stem. Um, how, how familiar are you with like Snail Mail and Julia Jacqueline's latest records? Like, are you... Uh... Uh, I know, I'm aware of Snail Mail, big fan, and I don't really know Julia Jacqueline, but I often get into it well it's interesting because her, her most recent record uh is called crushing and it's kind of like she wrote it after a big breakup and sort of pro- okay. processing emotion is definitely high on her list too so right uh, we'll get along uh, <laughs> yeah I, I could see you being kindred spirits uh <laughs> alexa before we let you go i want to get you to pick a track that we can play maybe from amongst the the singles that you've released in the lead up to fear uh and if you have a reason why you're picking that one in particular or an anecdote about uh, the song yeah maybe maybe hanging on the line because it was the latest one that I put out and I feel like it has a summer a summer vibe let's do that but yeah since the folk fest is a summer festival that's for sure yeah. um best place to keep tabs on you online like are you a big Instagram uh, or yeah Instagram's the best place hello begonia sure my Instagram handle and that's where I am the most up-to-date for sure perfect uh well Enjoy the rest of your time in Montreal. Safe travels back here to Winnipeg and, and looking forward to seeing you at Winnipeg Folk Festival, Alexa. Thank you very much. Yeah. 
I'm Michael Elves, and you've been listening to a special podcast spotlighted Begonia. We'll be performing on Sunday, July 14th at 4.45 p.m. at Green Ash at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. To hear more featured artists, visit umfm.com, and be sure to visit winnipegfolkfestival.ca to get tickets to this great event running July 11th through 14th at Burns Hill Park. Oh, 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 oh